Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through A Legend of Zelda. The A Link Between Worlds? The Link Between Worlds? Oh, I, I should have looked this up. A Link Between Worlds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Jeremy Harvey. Joining me as co-host from the O3C Games podcast, Jonathan Dunn has returned. Hello there. It's fantastic to be back and fantastic to be back playing, hopefully, a better Zelda game than the last time I was on there. Oh, for sure. I can guarantee you this is going to be a better game. (laughs) We did say that we were going to have a Highland Gamer on here as well. We had some scheduling issues. He wasn't able to make it for this episode. So uh, hopefully we'll get him back in the next few episodes. But for now, let's go ahead Let's let's talk about this game. If uh, if we can go all the way back, when did this game come out? Um, ten years ago. Ten years. Ten years ago, ago so Jeremy. It's ten years. That doesn't That's even mad seem already. that long. No, I know, I know. But then we're old. But we're old. We're so old. We're in year seven of the Switch. But I guess at <sighs> yeah, the, that's yeah. At the time, the Wii U and the 3DS were were the main Zelda or the main Nintendo systems. So I guess. Ah oh, man, it feels, you know, I'm holding this system in my hand and I have this system among all my other retro handhelds that I have on display and they're not yeah. realizing this, this 3DS was the last, the previous Nintendo handheld. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? You yeah. Know, not really considering the Wii U as that, that, it, you know, it was the hybrid, all that, but you couldn't take it anywhere. It's not actually a handheld. It's not a portable system. No, you need a backpack and a generator and a TV. Uh, yes, all of those <laughs> which, things. You know, I don't really fancy, you know, sort of strapping that all on like a one-man band. But it would be a look, wouldn't it? That would be a look. Yeah, you could make some content out of that for sure. <laughs> uh, I was looking at my playtime. So one of the fun things that you could do in the 3DS was they had just this little app on there that would keep track of every single game you played. On the Switch, it just sort of is like, it just picks random time and also random games <laughs> to just be like, yeah, here's five games that you've played sometime. And I don't know, you you played for about four hours. And it's like, this is not what I wanted on Nintendo. What are you doing? <laughs> but I did see the last time I played, I played for 15 hours and 18 minutes. And I want to say that was a complete playthrough, though my saves mm. are wiped. And it said I the times played was six. I only played this. I only opened the app up six, uh, six times. sessions. Yeah. yeah, of course that means. Uh, I love that. Yeah, of course that's closing the system. I'm sure I'm getting the click mm. uh, on my mic here when I do that. I still love that sound. Oh, uh, it's beautiful ASMR. Do you have uh, what? What are some memories you have of of playing this game back when? Oh, I mean, it's a good question. Ten years ago, it was a very, very different me. Very different me, mm-hmm. and. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I first of all, I'll say I loved my 3DS. I still love my 3DS. Oh, I wanted to talk about the 3DS on tone while we're here too. Go ahead. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> like, I'm so sad that the that you know that era of glasses-free 3D is is behind us. I'm, I'm sad that like 3D gaming. Uh, outside of VR is is isn't a thing mm-hmm. because I think you know gaming in 3D is is absolutely wonderful and the 3DS is like if you really stop and think about it like you look at what else was going on in the world at that time when that came out we had a, a glasses free 3D that's still magic to me and yet it's ten years old and there were very very few games that really made the most of 3D I think and Nintendo really only led the way with two games, two games that I think made 3D really worthwhile. First of which was Super Mario 3D Land. Yes. Absolutely extraordinary. In fact, you struggled to play it without the 3D on. It's why I didn't really enjoy Super Mario 3D World on the uh, the Wii U as much because it used the same sort of design, but without the stereoscopic 3D, Mm -hmm. you lost some of the precision of, of like platforming in that setup. And then A Link Between Worlds. And... The extraordinary thing about this is it runs at 60 frames per second in 3D. So it's running at 120 frames per second. Right. It's yeah, That's insane. Yeah, it was uh, It was really interesting starting it back up, reminding myself of the visual style that they went with that I remember at the time I didn't like. But mm. going back to this now, it's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like a real throwback to the, the style of it just made me want to play A Link to the Past as well. Mm. Um, I mean, it's one of those ones where it's like, it looks like how Link to the Past looks in my memory. Exactly. You know, where yeah. that, and, and I, so I think what they did was captured it brilliantly. And I think you, it's very difficult to criticize the, the, uh, like the art direction of any Zelda game, um, because they always seem to have extraordinary foresight in what was going to sort of maintain style and impact. Yes. Cause I, you look at Wind Waker and Wind Waker is still one of the best looking games, even without the HD, you know, remaster. Um, and yeah, I, I like the fact that they clearly prioritized 60 frames per second um, in 3D uh, for this game and then, you know, made some of the sprite work more simple, some of the sort of design uh, a little bit uh, cleaner and less detailed than, than maybe you could have got if you wanted to do like a real showstopper uh, graphical showcase on the on the console. Right. Um, but what you do get is an experience that is absolutely lovely. and that impact of, of of starting the game and sort of being reminded of what that console can do and how it looks and how it feels and it's uh it's wonderful you know it's the polar opposite of what i experienced when i started up spirit tracks i was gonna when say- i last recorded with you which was like i remember that being really nice and really fun and and yeah a little bit gimmicky but hey it was it was kind of fun wasn't it and then going no this is this is this is horrible to play in every single way <laughs> when you mentioned nintendo uh keeping in mind style to make it timeless they did not have mm. that uh sort of foresight with the ds games uh, those ones no. i mean it's it, what the game was what the system was capable of that obviously is going to hold it back but as we went through in those previous seasons those games are not good to look at no speaking of uh having trouble looking at things when i did turn the 3d on again for the first time <laughs> i could feel yeah. this little tinge in my brain where i was like <laughs> yeah, <I> oh <laughs> it's doing so it's not a headache it's not a headache yet <laughs> But it's, it's <laughs> but it, yeah, but it will be. It's, yeah, it feels like it's 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 
ticking something in the brain where it's just like, mm. uh, you're not supposed to be feeling this. What's going on? <laughs> um, as well as yeah. some of the visuals as we're moving around, y- you can see a lot of like jagged edges that I feel like almost kind of mm. shine as you're moving around mm. in the 3D. So it's, I'm, this is the nitpick I'm going to get out of the way because it's going to be a recurring thing throughout it. But like, if we're talking about yeah. the visuals up front and the stuff that we played at the beginning, turning that 3D on, while neat, it's not 100% smooth. And I think that's the main reason why Nintendo were just like, we're going to test on here. Okay, you know what? We're not we're not there yet. Maybe we'll try some 3D with the VR, but we can't just be a VR system. We have to make a cardboard VR and you have to put it, you have <laughs> yeah. to do it all that way. But yeah, it's still, uh, you know, I'll, I'll play through a bit of it and turn my my slider off, which is great. Just being mm. easily being able to like turn the 3D on and off. If I feel yeah. like I want to see some 3D pop here where I'm like, I think they're trying to really make it look like it's going to pop here. So let's turn that on. Oh yeah, this looks great. Meanwhile, if I'm kind of just roaming around and like sort of laying yeah. on my couch in an odd way, I don't want the 3D <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I assume you're playing on the on a new 3DS as opposed to a yes. the original model. I have the yeah. uh, Majora's Mask themed 3DS oh. XL. This one has That's lovely. This also has the uh, the IR tracking, so that way yes. you don't have to be completely aligned with the system. If you move a little bit, it, it follows you, mm. but that only goes so far, and you still have to keep both eyes focused on the screen. If you look yeah, off like- to the side a bit that'll that'll yeah. like again that'll that'll tickle the little part in your brain that is just sort of like your eyes aren't supposed to be doing this yeah yeah that's exactly this bit experience i've had with the 3d um you know yeah I'm, i've got a, a new 3ds xl although the the top screen is a is just a little wobbly mm, yeah which is um i don't know if that was just a feature that is <laughs> uh, i think that's a standard because mine yeah i've got that too and yeah. I take, you know, I want to say I take very good care of my system. So that's not anything yeah. that's just expected. I think that's actually possibly to keep it from being too stiff and breaking okay. a joint, okay. possibly. Yeah, I don't like it, though. Oh, no, don't. I don't either. No. <laughs> if I could play, the, like, if I could, if I could play this on, like, my, my Oculus Quest or something like that um, to experience the 3D, I'd be, I'd be very. I wonder if you can someone's got to be working on it. Someone has to be piecing that together of a, a 3DS emulator for the Oculus um, to, to simulate. Though I, I feel like that's going to be a lot more involved. Yeah, I'm not going to get distracted now. This is definitely Let's, a job for Yeah, in a few episodes, <laughs> yes. Um, I'll report back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would not be surprised. Honestly, I've been looking at a lot of... I, I also collect little emulators, uh, like little hand, mm. the, the, like Android-based handhelds and things like that. And mm. I've been keeping an eye out. I want one that has sort of a taller screen just to do like ds with like a touch screen mm, we're still not yeah. there some of them can some of them can emulate them but they have to render the screen a little bit smaller get yeah. there then maybe we can get some kind of an improvement to the, the 3ds on a on a different system yeah but uh, that would be good wouldn't it that would be good yeah i mean even even emulating stuff on steam deck uh mm. is like obviously performance wise it's it's perfect but it's it's just it's not right you know yeah. and it's it means like that you know it's, it's it's the whole issue with that era of video games consoles certainly that were so restricted to what they physically could do and all, and the, all the control gimmicks and all of that stuff that 
you just can't emulate. Right. Like like old arcade games, you can't really emulate those because it doesn't feel like you're sat in it. <laughs> yeah, there's still something that you kind of need of standing up at a, yeah. at a cabinet in a way. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the Steam Deck is very big and very loud. I'll give you that, <laughs> but it's not it's not saying rally. <laughs> uh, circling back though, can you put yourself in the mind of yourself 10 years ago when this came out? Like what were you do you remember what okay. you felt about this game at the time? I think I just remember because this came out after Skyward Sword and I didn't play Skyward Sword until it came out on the Switch. Okay. Um, and I remember being thrilled that a new Zelda game was coming out that I could play because mm-hmm. I didn't have a Wii. Um, I had a 3DS. I think I was working at a game store at the time. Uh, so I had a 3DS. I had, you know, had, had that sort of stuff. And uh, it looked like a return to form. And I... And I just remember not being disappointed. Yeah, uh, and and that and that's a lot given the hype and you know the prestige of the Zelda series. You know, if if, you, if you're not disappointed, you can tick it off as a success. Anything yes. more than that, and you, you know you, you're in for a real treat. We're talking like game of the year. Um, like you know, nobody was disappointed with Breath of the Wild. The fact that Breath of the Wild was then so much more than than what we even hoped it would be likewise with tears of the kingdom uh i'd say that's the same sort of thing with with link between worlds it was the, it was the first time i i'd properly been thrilled with a zelda game probably since wind waker even though i'd enjoyed minish cap i enjoyed twilight princess uh and at the time i i had a decent time with phantom hourglass and spirit tracks but you know this was um i remember just being like okay yeah this is this is this is proper. Yeah, and it's it's odd to think about that this game would be the last traditional Zelda. Yeah, yeah, so far, so far, like right. We <laughs> but what the the cadence that they have right now, we we don't we never know what Nintendo's going to do. We don't know there no. could be next year a new Zelda uh, announced and released that is a throwback style Zelda. We mm-hmm. could very well, we yeah. could very well get that, um, but as for like a full 3D Zelda, we're we're in for you know. There's a good chance that also the next Switch is going to get announced, possibly released next year too. Um, yeah, but we're probably a good at least five years before we have any idea what the next Zelda game is, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Unless they do something like they did with Mario when we were expecting, we're thinking, oh, it's about time for a Super Mario Odyssey 2 uh, announcement. And then they go, oh, Super Mario Wonder. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Like if they, they could, yeah, the next, like the Tears of the Kingdom 2 uh, could be five, six years away, but they might just say, oh yeah, we're releasing Switch 2 and here's uh, the third part in the uh, Link to the Past trilogy uh, that you didn't know we were working <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But I was also, I was obsessed with the 3DS. Uh, the DS mm. was one of my favorite systems. So 3DS Brilliant. coming out, even 3DS was a rough launch, right? They had a rough mm. nearly two years at the start. They yeah. had a steep discount that they put on it because the sales were so poor. Uh, they gave out the, there was the ambassador program for the early oh, yeah, adopters. Yeah. Forgot about it that. Was, yeah. It was so bad that Nintendo gave out like 20 free games. Yeah. Um, some of which you could yeah. never actually buy for the system. Yeah. So there are Game Boy Advance games uh, that I have on there that like never 
became available that only because mm. I'm an ambassador, it's on my system. So that's yeah. cool. Um, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was one of Nintendo's biggest screw ups. I mean, if some people would say Wii U was that, but instead of mm. trying to improve the Wii U, they were just like, we're going to make a new system. You know, this thing, we yeah. can't do anything <laughs> about this. Uh, the th- Dead in the water. The 3DS, they at least believed in it enough where they were like, no, yeah. look, we're going to redo this. We're going to re-release the system. We're going to make it look, look a little different. And we're going to put some games on it, some games you actually want. And, uh, you know, I was, I was with it the whole ride all the way beginning to end. You know, I still have my system here. I've replaced the battery on it. I do. I did just mm. order a new, slide pad because mine is way too slick now that my thumb just okay, keeps yeah. sliding off of it um <laughs> i ordered a metal one with a grip on it with a some Ooh. some texture on it so that'll be a fun Ooh, uh, I like addition that. on there um but yeah i've replaced my battery on it uh i have a grip for it though i i need to go and find it i had it off when i put it in, on display but no i love this system this game comes out outside of my gripe that i said earlier of the visual style of it i love this game i remember loving this game jumping back into it uh playing this i was just like oh right i love this system and i love this game so i'm so happy to be back here playing the the classic action adventure zelda game yep let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll actually start talking about the game When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into this game. Uh, so we usually start off asking, what did you name your Link? This game does it a little <laughs> differently where it, it defaults to Link. And then it's just like, yeah. do you want to change it? Or do you just want to play the game? Um, yeah. I didn't change it. You know, we're, we're back. Yeah. We're back doing classic Zelda. Let's just do Link. Normally I put something fun in there, but it's been a while since I've played a classic Zelda game. So I want to just go with link again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and also I think it's so, it's a really interesting note for them to start the game off with because it continues into so many elements of what this game does, which is just go, let's just do it like this. Mm -hmm. Let's just do it like this. Just, uh, let's just cut out the middleman. Let's just do it like this. So many, so many of, so, so many of the great things about this game come from, come from the game just going, yeah, let's just let's just speed this up. Let's just let's just get on with it. Yeah, let's, you know? let's... and and that's <laughs> it's an interesting it's a really interesting way of starting by just going. Should we just do this? Should we just right? Okay, yeah, let's go. Right, where it's just like, <laughs> well, all the other all the previous Zelda games, we did this and we did that, and it's just like, yeah, okay, fine, but let's just have them press one button if they just want to go, because everyone that's exactly yeah. yeah, everyone knows it's Link. Like they'll name it someone else, but like occasionally, but everyone knows it's Link. So yeah, with one button, you can get going on this. Um, we start off with a cutscene of Link facing down some evil darkness, and then he wakes in his bed. Now, this is very classic uh, Zelda of Link waking up. That is uh, That has been a standard for them for a while, uh, which they'll continue on with, with uh, Breath oh, of the yeah. Wild, waking up for the first time. 
Um, but we are awoken by Goalie. Now, we keep seeing a few names on here that I have to be like, wait, was this a character previously or is this a new character? And in the back of my head, I was like, is this his brother? Like, am I forgetting something? Uh, but no, we, we see that like Link isn't related to any of these people he's talking to. Uh, it, mm. It's just, that's his coworker. Goalie is his coworker at the blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, how, I mean, I, I was, I, I'm still not hugely familiar with Link to the Past because I didn't have a SNES. My first mm. Zelda game was uh, Link's Awakening and uh, that I didn't get to playing Link to the Past until many, many years later when I emulated it on my PC. Um, so this game being like a canonical sequel to A Link to the Past uh, was something that, that didn't really, I mean, let's, I'm going to say this now. The, t- the Zelda timeline is obviously a piece of shit. We, yeah, <laughs> listeners don't like it when we talk about the timeline. <laughs> we don't need to talk about the timeline because it's absolute, it's absolute bunk. Um, but obviously there are certain games that go, oh yes, this is actually a follow-on from this game. Um, but even still, you don't need to know anything about it. Like you don't need to know what happened in Ocarina of Time to enjoy Majora's Mask. And even yeah. though this is obviously canonical sequel to a link to the past it didn't matter that i didn't i didn't remember any of it really i knew roughly because it's the same as every other zelda game roughly you know um but how much of how much of that were you aware of going into this game oh well i was aware of more of it than i should have been because i was Mm. also very obsessed with connecting all the games together and being told in the advertising and everything and obviously with the name of the the game itself and a lot of the other things it is a sequel to it, but in terms of its story, in terms of mm. its characters, it doesn't make any sense because you have, this is a different Link and a different Zelda mm. than the previous, than A Link to the Past. Um, yeah. Though you wake up in what was your uncle's house in Link to the Past is now your house. Uh, mm. You are at the blacksmith where the wood carpenters were before. So it's like there's some things that are changed, but then there's a character that we're going to meet at the beginning here, Sahasrala, that he mm. was someone else. And it's like that name did carry over, but it's not the same person. And so it, are we talking another hundred years later in this world Oof. that we're just repeating yeah. that? I, I assume uh, outside of them keeping the overall map. Yeah, this is that's the only thing, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, I'm glad we We don't, and we don't have to talk about the timeline anymore after this. Good, good, because it's not a thing. No. Um, (laughs) Very quickly, we we leave here. We're following Goalie out, and he does stop Mm. us and introduce us to the save system here. Uh, This game does not have auto saves, so that is one thing to remember uh, for you, Jonathan, and our uh, people playing along with us. Remember to save. Now, fortunately, with the 3DS, you can just close it. But say your battery is old and it doesn't hold a charge as long as it used to. Um, Putting it in sleep isn't going to be that great. I did test mine overnight. I started the game up and then just closed it and then just let it sit. Still had a full battery in the morning. So I was like, okay, cool. Great. Wow. That's impressive. You said you had replaced yours. Yes, I did replace mine. So (laughs) I did. But that's the thing. A lot of people haven't. So there's a chance that an overnight charge or an overnight uh, sleep will drain the battery for some yeah but yeah mine, mine's been struggling a bit 
Yeah. Uh, goalie does say like, he doesn't understand what they mean by save, but then he, he says the phrase, I'm just a kid. Nobody tells me anything, which I believe is a reference to Link's awakening. Uh, there's a number of kids there that say, Oh, I yes. they'll tell you some tutorial stuff, but they're like, I don't know what any of that means. I'm just a kid. No one tells me anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So we follow goalie up. Uh, we get to the blacksmith and th- another great thing about this game does not take long to like just let you go now we don't have any yeah tools to be able to deal with anything uh we can't really slash any bushes or anything we're just running along but we're at least moving uh we get to the blacksmith and they're just real quick about it there is uh one of the guards are there getting his uh i believe he got a new shield uh or he was getting a sword and a shield and i think he, he they got the shield and he was admiring it leaves without a sword they give us the sword and again this is all very quick uh, fortunately they don't, they don't waste our time with any of this stuff here. Um, we get the sword as a gift and we're supposed to go and return it to him. And really we just follow all the way back to the castle. They mark it on our, on our map. We can talk yeah. about the map for a second. This is where they do give us little pins to put in, which are oh, great. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that like so many people criticize the DS, 3DS and also the Wii U for the dual screen stuff being like, Oh, you know, it's always a map or it's always your inventory, but that's great. I want that. Yes, I wish we still <laughs> yeah. had that. Yeah, I want that for everything. Yes. It's so good. It's so useful, you know? Yeah, no problem with that at all. It's lovely. I love the fact that you can zoom in on the map as well just to get, a, you know, a more detailed view of uh, of where you're at. I mean, I, I've always struggled to... I think it's just something in my brain. I struggle to, like, find my, my way in places. Even if I've got a map, I need to constantly be looking at it to find where i'm going mm-hmm. if like there's a shopping center in cardiff where i live where i've been in it a hundred times and i will still turn the wrong way to, to get out or to go back to somewhere <laughs> um so always having a map is mm, i love that yeah. absolutely love that <laughs> i'm so glad i didn't get a driving license until gps was a thing you <laughs> right. know otherwise i'd be oh goodness knows where i'd be literally <laughs> yeah the the older generation will call us like coddled for all that but i'm just like I don't care. Like I could get in there and it'll tell me there's traffic, you know, five miles away from me that I would never know if I was looking at a map and I could go a different direction. Like GPS is great. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So we, we go and wander around another. They tell us that, uh, we can find them over at the church. He goes and stops over there. Well, actually, no. First, if you go to the castle, then they say, oh, the captain hasn't come through here, but he normally stops at the church on his way here. Um, when we do get to the church, we do run into Dampe is there classic familiar character. Yes. Um, yeah. but again, not, well, let's see. Cause Dampe wasn't even in a link to the past. So again, no. he, was he introduced in Ocarina? Yes. Ocarina was his first game. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's also talking to a character. Ceres is how I would say it. Ooh, see. S E R E S. See, like, uh, like I would say Ceres, but that's only because it's like Perez. I don't know, actually. I, yes, yeah, Ceres. Here we go. Maybe that's yeah. There we go. Great, great. Bring, come on, voice acting. Where are you? Right. When you need to? <laughs> we, we were after after I, playing. I was calling him Link from the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but I always put the emphasis on the K at the end. Link. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Link. So we get into there and, uh, you know, they're just talking about like, oh, yeah, the captain just came in here. He was doing all that stuff. And then we hear a loud noise and uh, Ceres runs in and the door shuts behind her. Um, 
Dompe does say something about that. Uh, you know, the captain only comes through here because it's not to, he's not a religious man. Uh, he just is really into Ceres. So <laughs> he goes and gives us that little bit of gossip here, but um, there's a scream. The door shut. The Dompe mentions about how, Oh, there's a, there should be a, a secret entrance over in the graveyard, but I don't normally tell people about it because they have to go and desecrate a bunch of graves to find it. Uh, but you know what, in this, in this instance, go ahead and do it. Uh, he also mentions about how we could use that sword that we have here. And this is where we also see some of the, uh, the fun little options that we have. Um, the localization, they had a lot of fun with this game clearly. Yeah. Um, and so you can, you can play dumb about like, what, what are you holding? Or you can just be like, I'm scared. I don't want to do anything. And then Dompe's like, come <laughs> yeah. on, you can do it. You got to be the hero. But we, uh, we go through the, uh, I pushed every single grave because a couple of them had rupees. Oh yeah. So I was like, I got to yeah. get all the rupees. <laughs> you, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, nice little learn. You get about 35 rupees from all of those. You like know? That, yeah. Whoever yeah. said grave robbing didn't. Didn't, didn't earn. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anyone's term. ever said that to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. So uh, <laughs> we go and we push the right one, which actually happens to be like probably the most like prestigious looking uh, grave of them all. It's like surrounded and like blocked off. Uh, so yeah. we have to sort of make our way into it. It's there. very clearly signposted. Yes. Uh, we go into there and we can then fight a bunch of rats and we get a lantern. So that shows us uh, the use that we have of using the bottom screen as well to quickly being able mm-hmm. to select items and equip it. We can only equip one item, which is unfortunate. That's always been a problem with these these older Zelda games is them, their decision of how many items can you hold at once. And this time it's only one. For now. Uh, oh, is it for now? Is this or something? Yes. Okay. okay. Hmm. And, and, and yeah. Um, I guess there's room. There's definitely room on the screen. Yeah. But even with just the, you know, limited access to items quickly, because it's on the touch screen, because you can quickly, if you're, if your hands are big enough, fortunately, like, I think that's the other thing that helps with my love for the 3DS is that even with, the, with the XL, it's just like the perfect fit for me. Like my thumbs yeah. can, either thumb can reach, you know, the half of the screen that it needs to. So it's, it's just almost like it was made mm. for my hands so that has always felt nice yeah but it also feels like they've made that menu thumb sized thumb operable yes. they've, they've not said you, you don't need to again another decision to go you don't need to do one extra step you don't need to get the stylus out you know you press you, you tap the button you don't even need to pause the game it's just tap tap done you know it's not it, they've removed as many steps as possible right. it's um yeah very very quick and easy but yeah, being able and and they do intentionally make it where when you tap the item section, the screen changes, they're all on the right side. So for where your mm. items usually sit, it just like ergonomically feels right to be able to just easily reach the items that you want. And you can just quickly drag it over. And that's really nice. Um, something else that they also did in the remakes of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for the 3DS. Yes. Um, being yeah, able yeah, to yeah. quickly drag your items wherever you want it and it just feels natural after the first few times and it's great. But yeah, so we explore this, the, the, this underground area leading into the castle. Uh, do we mm. do find there's a, there's a heart container that is up on a ledge that we can't reach right yeah. now to figure out how we'll get there eventually. Um, I'm going to guess, I mean, I feel like you have to, uh, I don't know. There's items that we'll get later that'll probably solve this issue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we continue through here. We make our way back up. 
then we get this cutscene uh, where we are greeted by the villain again this this thing just runs at such a good pace right like yeah. very quickly they're just sort of like yep here you go anyways we're going to introduce you to the villain here um and this is yuga yeah not not of the yuga clan or the oh yuga clan. Mm, yeah i wonder if, or mm, i wonder if that's oh i wonder if that's a reference maybe that's a reference i didn't get because i yuga like, is like 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 Marin and Talon and Malin and Talon could yeah. be Yuga, Yiga, Miga, Yuga, Amiga. Uh, <laughs> so many references. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we, we are also quickly introduced to Yuga's ability to turn people into paintings. Um, mm. the, the guard here that was uh, visiting to see Suresh goes in ends up trying to fight him and he quickly just pins him against the wall and turns him into just the, almost looks like a, a chalk graffiti kind of look to it. Um, there is, there is a style specifically that they were copying uh, with how they were doing this. I just couldn't remember. I'm going to do a little bit more research for the next few episodes of uh, some of the the history on that. Watch some, uh, did you mm. know gaming YouTube videos? Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh after that, we then uh, go and try to fight, and he also then quickly pins himself into the wall, and we knock ourselves out, just running into the wall. Um, just classic move there. So we get knocked out. Yuga has turned uh, Ceres into a painting and taken it with him. So we have failed our first challenge as a hero, uh, and uh, we wake back up. And when we uh, wake back up, we are back in our house. And we are greeted by this another new character, Ravio. Is a yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? I uh, up until Ravio appeared, uh, him and Nabbit from the Mario games <laughs> were the same. The same thing in my mind. It's a strange design, yeah, because the similarities between the two are severe, and <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it. I remember at the time I was like, "Why does this character look like this?" And then eventually when yeah. you start to, when you, when you understand who Ravio is and like, it, but even then it's like way beyond like the, near the end of the game that you start to like explain who he is. It's still just like, mm. okay, sure. But why are you dressed like that? Like I just still to understand that. Why are you dressed like Nabbit from the new Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> Yeah, again, again, it could be it could be like another sort of weird crossover thing like they had in Link's Awakening with Yoshi and Princess Peach and another sort of Mario Mario related sort of touches. Um, or it could just be uh, I, I don't even know. It's just. Yeah, well, but for, it's the same reason weird. why <clears throat> Link has Majora's mask hanging up in his on his wall. And like that yeah. is a that is a powerful weapon. Uh, <laughs> that you have just hanging out yeah. there. And then, you know, I said we weren't going to bring it up, but this is more of just like fighting against it. If yes. you want to talk about the timeline, that makes even less sense. See, okay. <laughs> I would say, now this is coming from somebody who's just binge watched two seasons of Loki. Oh, but yes. This is, it's, it's, it's very, it's very like, the I think the timeline is absolute. I mean, it's, it's point, it's pointless and it, it never needed to, it, it's, it's, why not just say that all of the Zelda games are just the same Zelda story happening in alternate dimensions? You know, in this in this dimension, uh, yeah, Majora's Mask is there, but also it's like in Loki how they've got like drawers full of Infinity Stones that are just paperweights because they mean nothing if they're not in the right context with the right surrounding. Majora's Mask is just 
he, he probably just bought that or found it in the forest and went, oh, cool, that's nice. I'll put that on my wall. But in another dimension, it was really important to him. It's a nice little crossover, but that's it. I th- that's it. It's fine. If I think Hyrule Warriors makes that claim. <laughs> But that's why Hyrule Warriors is great. Yeah, that is why Hyrule. Great. All right, we're on a high, yeah. we got a Hyrule Warriors yeah. uh, fan group here for this yeah. season. Fantastic. It's because Hyrule Warriors just goes. It doesn't matter. Let's just have fun. It's fine. Yes, it's fine. Let's just enjoy ourselves for <laughs> for Ravio's sake. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, but Ravio just goes and explains. He's just a wandering merchant. And he found he found this uh, knocked out body in this church here. So he decided to drag it back to this house, which just happened to be his house. I don't know if he has a little bracelet on and it says, like, if you find me, bring me back here like a dog. Um, Probably. Yeah. yeah. Link gets knocked out enough <laughs> that he has to keep that on him. Um, says It says he's, he's microchipped. Yeah. Says he can't have penicillin. And here's my home address. <laughs> So, yeah, Ravio goes and explains that, you know, he's he's just wandering around. He found him. He doesn't have any place to stay. Is it all right if he hangs out here? And, uh, you know, you I think you, you have two options. I just said yes. I should have said no for comedic sake just to see what it would say there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I assume you said yes as well here. Just probably. Probably. Yeah. Again, it was the yeah. first one. And you're just sort of like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want to get on with it. Yeah. Uh, want to get to the the good stuff here. But uh, Ravio, in return, gives us a special bracelet that he has. And then, we again, we get some fun dialogue here where apparently Link is saying that this thing stinks. And yeah. Ravio says, like, sure, it smells like a wet dog, but that's how you know it's good. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. See, I, I love it. I, this is it's such a great example of, like, Link's wordless sass that you get in, like, um, uh, Breath of the Wild and mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. like he doesn't need to say anything or even just with a couple of like little dialogue options you get the sense that he's incredibly sassy and coming out with some some real zingers and uh, and this is a, a really lovely a really lovely sort of sense of that yeah and then we can go ahead and head out and uh, we'll go ahead and save and this is where we are going to wrap up this episode uh, <laughs> for the next episode we are going to complete the first dungeon so uh, what will end up happening is you'll we'll, we'll get sent over to the Eastern Palace. When we complete that, uh, we're going to get another cutscene. You'll be able to save. Someone will ask you if you want to save. Go ahead and play up to that point. A lot of new things for you to explore now that you have the ability to slash things. So that, that opens up some more exploration there. So go do all that. And then we'll be back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. <laughs> There you go. That's, that's for that's for free. <laughs> so we can go ahead and stop that one. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um. <laughs>